0: To have you along the ride thanks a lot for stopping by glad to have ron johnson back he's the u.s senator for the great state of wisconsin of course ron how are you good to see you doing well joe how about yourself i'm living the dream i see you everywhere you're telling the truth everywhere they try to squelch you everywhere because you are speaking nothing but the absolute truth when it comes to oversight when it comes to finding out what's going on with this corrupt family that we have in the white house so let's just start from the start we had president uh, uh trump impeached twice for nothing a phone call where there was no quid pro quo. He still gave the arms. He just wanted to know if there was corruption in the previous uh, administration. Then they impeached him again because uh, January 6th for no reason. Twice impeached, many times indicted. The media loves saying that stuff. But we have potentially, run the most corrupt administration, the most corrupt family we've ever had in politics in this country. I- I- am, I, am I exaggerating or do you agree with that?
1: Not at all. But again, we really have, I think, three... Uh examples or corruption scandals. You know, One is the the corrupt Family Biden Inc. Uh, incredibly corrupt family. Joe Biden's been lying for years. Remember, he's a plagiarist uh, that dropped him out of one presidential campaign. But uh, his, his brother, uh, his family members have been profiting off the Biden name for literally decades. Uh, then, and probably even more, as troubling as that is, as much as uh, his corruption uh, compromises our US national security, uh, probably even more dangerous long-term for our democracy is the corruption within federal law enforcement. I would say really within most government agencies and the news media. Uh, So you've got corruption in the news media, which should be unbiased, should be holding both sides accountable. It's not, they're advocates for the left. Uh, You've got government agencies now that have been infiltrated by the left. You know, one example of that, Joe, and I know it was interesting that uh, the Democrats were pointing this out during the IRS whistleblowing uh, testimony. That well, this this all occurred under Trump. Precisely, that's the problem. So much of the interference, so much of the obstruction of justice in the IRS investigation from Hunter Biden occurred during the Trump administration. Now you know President Trump would have wanted the truth truth revealed. Yes. So it was literally liberal partisans operating in these agencies during the Trump administration that was preventing the truth from coming out about the corruption of the Biden, as well as pushing the false narrative of Trump collusion with Russia, uh, pushing the first impeachment. Um, This is serious, serious corruption in our media in our federal agencies. And of course in the Biden family.
0: Yeah, but it's Ron Johnson, U.S. Senator, and great to have you on, Ron. Thank you so much for jumping in the chair. What I don't understand, and I'm just a very simple guy. I did journalism for a long time, won a bunch of awards. I'm very good at it. I always wanted to get to the truth. I always wanted to report the story to those who chose to watch me or listen to me. At the end of the day, I don't get why the media would ever get in bed with them, and I also don't get why the DOJ would get in bed with them. The Bidens are dirty just by everything you and I know so far, and there's stuff we haven't even uncovered yet. We know they're dirty. So why not just let that flesh itself out by these hearings and in court and through the IRS and through the DOJ? Why are so many taking sides? Journalists, as you said, aren't supposed to. The DOJ is supposed to be blind. Justice is blind. Do you, in your heart of hearts, why do you think they're doing it? They they hate Trump? They don't like Johnson? Why?
1: Well, Jerry, you're old enough. When you probably went to journalism school, they were probably actually teaching journalism. They were trying to graduate journalists that uh, again were were you know the who what why and where of it, journalism yeah. right. That's not what our colleges and universities are doing nowadays. They, the colleges and university, I always say, this is the master stroke of the left. They've been taken over by the radical left, and so when you control our universities, you control colleges of journalism. You don't you don't. Educate, and you don't graduate journalists. You graduate you graduate advocates for the left. Yes. You control schools of education, so we're we're not graduating teachers anymore. We're graduating people who didn't indoctrinate our children to the teachings of the left. That's our problem. You know, lawyers. We're we're, we're graduating uh, you know liberal lawyers to become judicial activists. I mean, who hate the Constitution. Successfully right. infiltrated every institution of this country. Has been going on since the sixties.
0: What boggles my mind is that we just saw two whistleblowers from the IRS come up, uh, Shapley and Ziegler, I think. And here's one guy who we had to know was a Democrat and gay, who is not necessarily a Trump voter, certainly. He's somebody who probably is aligned more with Joe Biden when Joe Biden says what his policies are, even though he's making it up that both came forward and said the Hunter Biden hasn't even as much as tried to change his return from 2018, where he deducted sex workers, deducted prostitutes and sex clubs and his adult children's tuition. He hasn't as much as lifted a pen to say, oh, I made a mistake. Let let me, let me amend my, my return. They talked about felonies they wanted to bring, but that Weiss was told by Garland that he can't do anything. We, we've got them dead to rights, Ron. We've got the FD 1023, from a guy or a guy who worked with as a, as a confidential informant the doj for 10 plus years is above reproach and i saw yesterday there was some democrat who said that literally these irs agents came forward because of their axe to grind with biden and that some of them are fugitives from the law ron these guys still work at the irs what are they talking about on the left and why like, again if trump had a gas bubble we were in, in impeaching the guy Many people watching, listening right now are going, love Johnson. I love what Comer's doing. I love what, what Jordan's doing. Why isn't there any action yet? Are we getting close to some action? Well, first
1: of all, God bless those whistleblowers. They're people of integrity. We need more of them. But the basic problem we have is, I'll go, I'll go back again to the corruption of the media. Uh, you know, Certainly your listeners, people that listen to conservative talk radio and conservative networks, uh, well aware of the corruption of the Bidens, well aware of the corruption of the FBI, and the Department of Justice and our intelligence uh, agencies, uh, well aware of the bias of the media. The problem is, you know, most people get their news fed to them through the big tech social media giants. Yeah, they're, they're infiltrated by the left. So, again, you, you've got this massive infiltration of our media, of big tech by leftists, by liberals, and they control the narrative. They control the media. And so, unfortunately, probably a majority of Americans are pretty pretty unaware of these things. I mean, I mean, h- how in the world could the media have kept the the knowledge of the Hunter Biden laptop from the American public prior to the November 2020 election? Great question. They did it. They did it because they control the media. They control the narrative. So that that's our problem. That's why I, I call that the most serious scandal. As troubling as the corruption of the Bidens is. What is more troubling is the infiltration by the left of our government agencies and of the media, and of those two, the, probably the greatest threat to our democracy is the leftists in our media that are controlling the media and the, and the narratives.
0: Ron Um I asked you this last time. I wonder if you've gotten any new information. Do we know yet if those 17 recordings exist, and if they do, will we ever hear them?
1: No, we don't, and we don't even know whether the FBI – investigated that, whether they tried to, to determine whether they existed or not. We don't know. We just don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's, what we do know, it's, it's not unusual yeah. for Ukrainian uh, oligarchs to record conversations, particularly when they're trying to protect themselves. And it sounds, now that we have the 1023, it sounds, at least the, the allegations, that the Bidens were pressuring him, Right. Uh, basically, you know, uh, pressuring him to pay the, the $10 million dollars and if you're being pressured to pay 10 million bucks, you're probably going to record that conversation where you're, you know, getting that pressure. So yes. it, it certainly would not be unusual for those recordings to exist, but we still don't know whether they do or not.
0: And we know that there was pressure in that WhatsApp text message that nobody argues. It was definitely Hunter Biden who definitely said his dad was sitting next to him and definitely said, we've got a long memory and we, we have friends everywhere and you better do what you said you would do. And he seems to be pressuring some Chinese official or something. Uh, again, there just seems to be so much out there. Is, is this just a matter of you guys who are in oversight and you guys who are in judiciary and so on? Um, just making sure every T is crossed and every I is dotted? Because I think you could have impeached Biden on Afghanistan alone, Ron. I mean, without any of this other stuff.
1: Well, listen, I I, I think Senator Grass and I provided more than enough evidence that Joe Biden never should have been president. And I think had the American public known it, uh, we've seen the polls that had they known about the laptop, he wouldn't be president. So now what's happening in in the House, now that they have the majority, they're just accumulating more and more and more evidence, greater detail. I mean, at this point, it is overwhelming. Um, I, I certainly think the, the House can proceed to impeachment proceedings against Mayorkas, against uh, Garland, against Blinken, and probably against uh, President Biden. You, you obviously want as much evidence as possible, as, ma- yeah. as many documents as possible, but now those documents are being be- withheld by the Department of Justice and the FBI as well. So again, it's, it's, you, want as, you want as much evidence before you bring a case to trial. That is true. Right. I think the evidence is overwhelming but it's being suppressed by the media.
0: Uh, I'll just go through a, a, a couple of things here and if I get anything wrong let me know. Blinken because he gathered the 51 people who lied about Russia collusion. He was in the campaign for Biden at the time. He never should be the Secretary of State. This is crazy that he is. Well also um, also
1: uh, he lied to my staff when okay. he said that he never emailed Hunter Biden. So he lied to Congress. We had him we have him dead to rights on that one.
0: And that's as Secretary of State.
1: Well that he was uh, at that at that point in time he was being confirmed as Secretary
0: of State. Gotcha. Okay. So, I mean, easy. I mean, those two things, easy. Um, When it comes to Biden, I said Afghanistan. It can be any number of things. And certainly the Hunter Biden laptop and all the collusion that happened with that. Um, And then this corruption that's coming out now that is, uh, without a doubt, you've got him dead to rights. When it comes to Mayorkas, this one is almost a little sketchier because he's taking orders from Biden or Obama or Rice or whoever's running the joint. He's taking orders from somebody. Can you hold him accountable? to not getting the job done, or might he say in an impeachment hearing, I'm just doing what I'm told? Well, that'd be his defense, but he's not. He's he's a secretary of Homeland Security, and
1: he's not faithfully executing the laws as he promised he would do when he was basically sworn in uh, as secretary of Homeland Security.
0: So, I mean, now he appeared yesterday or the day before in front of some panel, in front of some uh, some group of people. Hey, one of the first things I did was make sure we don't say illegal alien anymore. We had uh, KJP Karine Jean Pierre either today or yesterday saying Biden's border policies are working. Ron, 7 million people are here illegally since he took office. They're now letting illegal aliens in, but they're calling them parolees. They're not counting them as here illegally. So it's, the number's probably 10 million, maybe 15 million. And Greg Abbott, the governor of my state here in Texas, has decided, you know, I'm going to put some buoys in the in the Rio Grande. This way they can't swim here. This will literally stop them with a barrier from swimming here. And should they make it here, look out, there's razor wire. You can't come into this country and come into Texas and cause all this mayhem. The DOJ is suing him. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, you know, Governor Abbott is protecting his state, and that's his, uh, you know, his, his responsibility. Um, I, I think you have to understand what – this administration believes is a successful policy. Uh, success, in their mind, is to rapidly encounter, process, and disperse illegal immigrants. That, that's what they consider a successful policy. They're, they're, they're not trying to secure the border. Uh, that's not their goal. Their, their goal is to open the border, allow as many illegal immigrants into this country as possible, and as efficiently as, and as, as efficiently as they can. Right. They, they're. Getting quite successful at uh, very being very efficient at uh, encountering processing dispersing.
0: Kamala Harris yesterday said the 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 quiet thing out loud. She said we should have a path to citizenship for DACA recipients, farm workers. And then she added some other group of people as well. I mean, every one of those 7 million might be working on a farm right now. She would love to see them get citizenship. It wasn't that long ago, maybe 5 or 10 years ago, Ted Cruz made an amendment to some bill, and it ended up being a, 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 a poison pill in the bill. But he said, I am more than happy to give legal status to every person who's here illegally, provided they never get citizenship and can never vote. And every Democrat had a fit. Ron, this isn't about being humane. This isn't about helping people who are in dire straits. This is about getting votes, isn't it? They're saying it out loud now.
1: Yeah, and that's the only thing they're not saying out loud is and then make sure they, they all get a mail in ballot with only Democrats on the ballot. Exactly. Um, that's that's exactly what they want to do. Well
0: there's no other reason to let a seven like in your state if, if seven million Canadians came across the border into Wisconsin. I mean, that would be a problem, wouldn't it? And and wouldn't wouldn't Michigan or Wisconsin or any of the northern tier states, wouldn't they have the right to say, hey, hold on a second, you can't just flood my state, what's the matter with you?
1: Well, again, you know, we we are a federated nation of sovereign states and states have rights. And they have every, from my standpoint, every right to uh, secure their borders as well, even though that is, you know, immigration is a federal responsibility.
0: This guy, Devin Archer, is going to be in front of committees soon. Is he going to be in front of your committee or not?
1: No, I mean, here in the Senate, there is no curiosity. That, oh, they're not doing anything there's in the no Senate. Desire to investigate the 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 Bidens or the corruption in uh, our federal agencies. There's no well, curiosity.
0: I'm sure you're watching it closely. Hunter Biden's close friend, his business associate. What do you expect to get out of that? Anything?
1: Well, I'll tell you one. And, and you know, my staff is working with House staff. Uh, you know, letting them know what we know and, and suggesting questions. You know, well, you've know, you been on the front lines so of this. A, since a, the a big question that needs to be explored is, you know, Mr. Archer, what was the purpose of your meeting with Joe Biden in the White House when he was vice president, five days before he went to Ukraine, two months after the Revolution of Dignity, you met with Joe Biden in the White House. What did you discuss? Five days after that, Joe flies off to Ukraine. Six days after that meeting, uh, Devin Archer joins the board of Burisma. And a couple weeks after that, uh, Hunter Biden joins the board of Breesman In between that, by the way, the, the oligarch, uh, he had about $20 million of his assets seized by the UK. So the, the world community knew he was corrupt, as did the Bidens, but they still got on the board and took, uh, according to the House investigators, uh, over $6 million in payments. We had about 4 to $5 million, but it was even higher than that.
0: Before I let you go, is he likely to speak? Do you think he's made a deal where he's going he's to say something, or is he going to take the fifth?
1: It all depends on how much do- documentation uh, they actually have to ask him questions. So we'll, we'll find out.
0: It's going to be very interesting. Ron, I was, I was trying to say this earlier, but I was interrupting you, and I, and I apologize about that. Ron Johnson has been in the front lines of this. If the Senate were to go Republican, which it should have been anyway, I'm stunned that it's not, um, Ron would be out in the front of this along with Grassley, along with working with Comer and Jordan and everybody else in the House to get some real answers. That really is the problem, isn't it, that the Senate just isn't showing any curiosity, knowing that what's happening across the chamber is unbelievably explosive.
1: Oh, it's highly frustrating, obviously, for both myself and Senator Grassley. I mean, if we were in chairman, I'd be chairman of the Permanent Subcommittee Investigation. I have the strongest subpoena power in the Senate, and I'd be using that subpoena power to uncover the truth.
0: And, and we hope that you get that power again soon. It's Ron Johnson. Go to uh, ronjohnson.senate.gov. Follow him everywhere on social media. Thanks for the hard work you're doing, Ron. Let's talk again soon. Thank you. we Will do. Take care. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Ron Johnson coming on is always a pleasure. He is a great senator. Out there trying to get the truth out. I wonder what Devin Archer is going to say. I don't know. This is Hunter Biden's buddy and his former uh, business associate. What's he going to say? Has he made a deal? Is he going to plead the fifth and not say anything? And I don't like that in these hearings, they can give like an opening statement and then plead the fifth. Like that, what was your name? Lois Lerner or something from the IRS a few years back. Give us a big five-minute statement and then refuses to answer any questions, which is ridiculous. But we'll see what happens with that. I know that Ron Johnson's going to stay on it. Jim Jordan's going to stay on it. James Comer's going to stay on it. Now, if you want to see what my reels are and go and, and interact with those over on Instagram, go to at Joe Talk Show, at joetalkshow, at j o e t a l k s h o w. The three that I put up today is Do You Think Kevin McCarthy Will Do It? Then I play Kevin McCarthy from last night on Hannity talking about starting an impeachment inquiry. Then I've got the the, the odd aide of Stacey Plaskett, and Plaskett, Plaskett is a, a U.S. representative. This aide of her sitting behind her is like mouthing every word she says, which is very weird. And then I've got the, uh, the video where a cameraman saves the day. There's some airline official from Canada who is lying about delays and cancellations being cut in half. And as she's saying it, the cameraman pans up to the board showing all the flights uh, departing and, and arriving and shows all the delays, all the departures that, that, are, that are being canceled and everything else. It's a great piece of video, too. Joe Talk Show over on Instagram. Go and give it a follow. Go and interact with those uh, with those reels as well. Next hour, Lieutenant Colonel Jeffrey Atticott and a whole lot more. We're going to break down exactly what's going on in Russia or in Ukraine with Russia. He says it's not what we're being told. Keep it here.
1: This is the Jay Pegg Show.